0: Welcome to the Sanctuary, a place where we dig deep into motherhood, sisterhood, and the intersection between faith and our everyday lives. I'm Nicole, and I'm a wife, mother of one, and a friend to the sister over here. And I'm MJ, mother of three, devoted Packer fan, and child of God. Are you ready? Whether you're doing dishes, changing diapers, or putting your feet up for a minute, we invite you into an encouraging, truth-telling, and motivational space. Alright, so today I want to have a little bit of fun, if you will, um, with the ways that we relate to one another when it comes to some serious, deep beliefs. So like, MJ, when we, or if you're talking with somebody and they're starting to get down to some of their core beliefs and like the reasons and the reasons or whatever it is that they decide to do the things that they do and why they do it. What are some of the most common phrases or, or expressions that you hear?
1: Yeah. I often hear that narrative where it's like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do whatever it takes to live my best life. I like my freedom. You know, I love being able to just be me, live my truth. Um, And you hear people say, and I'm going to do me, and I want you to do you, boo-boo. Things like this all the time. Do you not?
0: Yeah. Right? You do you, boo-boo. Right. You do you. Yes. And I do me. Yes. Uh, But
1: how often do you hear people say, man, I'm looking forward to being obedient. I can't wait to submit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, never. Right? I mean, I don't know my entire life I've heard anyone ever say, like, ooh, let me submit. Like, in a... Regular day conversation that is like,
0: "Mm, mm." let's obey today. Yes. (laughs) Right. That's all I want to do. How cool is that sound? (laughs) How exciting is that? (laughs) But there's something
1: liberating, actually, about obedience to the Lord. Right. Like you think about it. I'm I'm not going to even be excited about that with anybody in this world. I mean I would I would hope God would work that in my heart towards my husband, but I'm not married, so I'm not called to really, you know, submit or really be obedient to anybody right now except the Lord. Not that I'm gonna go rogue on the country or be crazy. There's there's things in but that's being obedient to God and his word innately lets me be obedient to other things. But
0: Yeah, but I, I even then find it kind of a... Um... Hard for like people who are watching a wedding, you know, and watching two people getting married, and in their vows, the woman has said, I just want to submit to you. (laughs) It just makes you're right, it makes people cringe. Yes,
1: (laughs) you're right. Okay, so I got off a little bit there because I don't
0: have to make those
1: vows, but I like, know you did either.
0: MJ wants a man, <laughs> and th- those won't
1: be in my vows. I'll follow the word, but we do not need to put those in the vows. Oh, but, but we will, but we will dig into though, like marrying and trusting, right? Are like being in covenant with God and what it looks like to have a life of freedom. But in obedience and submission to God, and how different it is in the ways that we typically think about those words in current culture, right? In current life. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a good topic.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And if there are any single men out there listening right now, <laughs> oh Lord, this is like the billboard. It wants <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and uh, just want to uh, reach out, feel free to reach out, we out to. We are <laughs> We
1: live in a world right now where people hear the word obedience and submission and they cringe. But we, as followers of Christ, when you begin to walk with him, obedience is a heart posture thing that we take. And it's not, we want to obey to be loved. It's really important that I say this. We do not obey because we need to be loved. We are already loved as we turn to Christ. So my obedience isn't going to make me saved. It's not going to make me have salvation. My love for Christ and belief in Christ is going to already accomplish that. Mm -hmm. My love for him and his, his love for me in my life has made me now want to obey because I love Jesus I know he is good. I trust him. So if you're walking and you're taking the path with him and you're cringing at the word obedience, it's a good indicator to to sit there and examine your relationship with Christ. Do you trust him? Can you look back in your life and see a time that you trusted in him and he was faithful, even when it looked like circumstances were not going to go out in your favor? Those are good ways to begin to build that trust and relationship where you're like, God, you are good. Even though it wasn't the way that I wanted, in spite, usually, of the ways that I wanted, you came about in a way that was so much better, grander, created a better um, scenario and outcome. You look at the ways that he's worked in your life and moved, and then you build that trust and relationship. Through his faithfulness, we, in nature then, begin to love him even more and see I want to obey because I know that I can trust him. And if he said that this is the way that I should live my life, that's the way that I want to live because it is not what I see. He sees it all beginning to the end. The Lord sees everything, right? We don't. So out of my obedience, I can trust that he knows the outcome. He knows that if I can abide by him and follow his ways, that outcome is going to be for my good. Now, if I go off on a rough patch or a different, a deviated plan, and it's not walking in obedience to his word, I can expect heartache. I can expect obstacles because it's not going in the route that he had intended for the good life. And depending on where you are in your relationship, some of you are, even myself, have felt before in the past, like, God, that's not fair. Like, I just... You know, like, this is just my lifestyle. Like, I don't really fit into the mold of the Bible or to the word anymore. And God is so merciful and so gracious. And he will be patient with you. He'll let you have your way. You want to have free will and make your choices. He'll let you make mistakes. And then as you turn to him, though, you see like, oh, God, Lord, God, you saved me. I don't want this way anymore. And as you turn your face to him, and I speak from personal experience where it's like he's still there. He's still like, okay, are you ready to try it this way? Because I'm still here. And you you turn your face to him. You begin to walk with him. You walk in obedience. You feel that goodness, that peace, the joy, the the fruits of the spirit, because you're abiding by him. But does his love change for you? No. You look at it as a parent. And like for myself, if I look at my kids, I have three kids. I love them so much. They're so different. All of them are so different. My oldest and my youngest, they are very similar in how when I speak to them, it's like in one year, out the other. They don't really always stay on task. And, you know, I have a different way to discipline them. But my middle child, like you tell her something, she takes directive and she does exactly what needs to be done. Now, I do not favor my kids. I love them the same. But there are certain privileges that we get by doing chores or doing the things that we must in a day. So I take this example. Like, let's say my... My oldest is reckless and she's in school and she's not doing her work and she gets her driver's license and she wants to go and use her driver's license, but she doesn't do any of the things that I've told her to do. And all the things that I ask her for are for her own good. Do your schoolwork so you can progress in school, you know, finish, you know, your, your athletics or whatever it may be, but she doesn't want to do it. She wants to do her own thing. She's out. Maybe she goes and parties. I'm not going to let her take the car. I love her, but I'm, I care for her, so I'm not gonna let her be reckless with the, like a vehicle. Now, let's say her sister turns 16 and she's doing everything that she needs to do. She's abiding by the, the things and the standards that she must, she's doing well in school. She wants to go and get a car. She's likely she's gonna get a car because she's being diligent, she's being obedient to the things that she must do. Do I love my kids differently? No, I love them the same but there are things for their safety that I cannot give them. There are blessings that I cannot give them because they're not abiding by the rules and regulations that would allow them to be on solid ground. So same way if you apply it, and God is so much more merciful. He's not going to allow, and and not to say other things in your life won't come about, but they may not be truly a blessing to you. So just remind you of that. God is not going to allow that abundant of blessings to fall on us If we're walking in reckless disobedience, if good things happen to you and you're in a reckless situation, like maybe, you know, whatever, maybe upon you, that's awesome. Good. But I highly unlikely that that's from God, right? We know the enemy can, can go ahead and deceive you, entice you and say you're living a good life, but there's probably an ache inside your heart because you're missing something. So I just say that like out of obedience, we not only get to experience the safety of walking in a way that God has called us to because he's a good God and we love him and want to trust him, but we're also able to experience blessings in a different way because we know that it's not that we're earning his love, but we're walking in the best that we can in the ways that he's called us to. And so if he's promised us something, it's going to come to pass. And that's the beauty of obedience is I may not. Be perfect, But I know if God says this, I'm going to do my best to try to walk in there and even say that prayer like, God, your will be done, which is a good prayer to pray. But realize if that's what you want, his will is not going to necessarily be your will. And so being obedient in that space.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always good that you bring up the example of like being a parent, though, too, because it does allow us to see you know, as parents, how we are obedient, disobedient, but also for those who don't have kids, like you were a kid once and you can probably relate to some of the examples of like when you didn't follow the rules or listen and what happened versus maybe your sibling who was able to get the things or, you know, take the car because they did listen. And um, what's interesting is the response in that too is, you know, is like what you brought up, I think, important to be able to be sensitive to like that heartache. Is that a heartache that's from God, because you're actually creating a hole by being more disobedient and more rebellious? While on the outside, it's it's fun and good. Um, yeah, probably. And it's, it's that hole that will help us to ask the questions, like, okay, is this your will or my will? And then be able to be softened. It might not always be like a 180 turnaround right away, but sometimes with obedience does come a sense of like, okay, I'm sorry, God, I kind of messed up, and being able to turn it around um, after realizing you messed up. And that takes humility. That's really hard to be in that place. Um, But it's good to be able to recognize, like, am I really enjoying all the things that I that I am without being obedient, without having listened? Mm -hmm. Is it really paying off in the long run? Um, Yeah, be aware of that, because I think that is just so important, Mm -hmm. how we can be
1: deceived. Looking at what does it mean to be obedient, right? So God is not a works-based God, right? So he makes this very clear. He wants our heart. So I just want us to focus on what does it mean to be obedient when the Lord has our heart? The Sermon on the Mount, and that's an important part of the New Testament that I would just encourage you to read through and see what Jesus said, right? All of the scriptures from that talk about, why it is so important that in your heart you don't have things like unforgiveness. You don't have things like, um, you know, resentment or judgment because he loves us and he knows what is going to nourish us. And these aren't principles like, oh, you need to be obedient. Give me 50 pushups and do, you know, all of your schoolwork and all of your work. Perfect. That's obedience. No, he's saying work with all your heart as though you're working for the Lord. There's a difference. It's not a metric like the world would call us. It's an obedience to trust that God said, work with your heart, because if you're going to work for me, I'm going to empower you. I'm going to give you the stamina. I'm going to give you the wisdom, the discernment, the things that you need. So just as you pursue understanding what obedience is, realize the most important piece is does Jesus have your heart? Because if he has your heart, he will help you to understand what it is to obey him. And the taboo of obedience will fall off and you will use that word way more often when you are praying to him, pursuing him, because you will admire the ability to know what he wants for your life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to pray over us quickly. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity that you've given us to be able to pursue you. Lord Jesus, thank you for the sacrifice that you made on the cross for us to be able to have this opportunity to live this life, the abundant life, Lord, where we can pursue you, where we can know you, where we can walk in obedience. Help us to know that obedience is not a bad thing when it comes to being obedient to you you are a god of abundance you are a good god who wants us to have good things and to live a life that honors you so i pray that you would be over this person you would allow them to experience that obedience experience what it looks like to be uh, in your will experience having their heart completely just focused on you lord we just bind all of our hearts to you jesus and we say have your way Um, it's your name holy lord jesus that we pray amen
0: Thank you.